When you have guests on your podcast, you want them to be high quality and offer lots of value to your listeners. If they don't create specific value for your listeners, listeners will drop off and might not come back to listen to your other interviews. You've got to pick your guests carefully. So today we're talking about what to look for in a guest, where to find them, how to vet them, and how to reach out to them. Welcome back to Podcast Launchpad. I'm Kelly. Having guests on your show is a great way to add value to your listeners' experience. Your guests can discuss topics that you don't have as much expertise in, and y'all can have conversations that go deeper into your area of expertise, giving more details and sharing different opinions. Now, you are the authority on your podcast, even if your show is all interviews. So I'm going to recommend a few things first to maintain your position of authority on your show. If your show is interview-based, I do recommend doing the occasional solo episode. These episodes will show off your knowledge and expertise. Since you're an entrepreneur, you want to get listeners to become clients, right? When you have guests on your show, you're promoting them and their services. When are you promoting yourself and your services? So check out episode 78 on creating effective calls to action and episode 81 on how to promote your services in your podcast. In short, when you have a guest on, you really don't want to take away from the guest by saying, by the way, check out my group program that's launching next week. So it's better to run an ad for your program or another service or lead magnet. Now, another way to maintain your position as the authority on your show is to record a separate intro to the guest episode after you've done the interview. So this intro will be a preview of the episode. You'll put your own spin on the topic, tell listeners what's coming up in the episode, and even share some of your own tips. This demonstrates that you've got knowledge on the topic, that it's not just your guest who knows the topic you've got something of your own to say about the topic too. All right, we're going to cover four big topics around guests today. What to look for in a guest, where to find guests, how to vet your guests, and how to reach out to potential guests. So let's start with what to look for in a guest. There are six things that I suggest looking for to find an awesome guest. First, they need to be generous with the information they share. So my show, as you know, is an informational podcast. So my guests are sharing information, tools, and tips that should help you immediately, like as soon as you're done listening to the episode. Now, my guests tend to be entrepreneurs, other podcasters, or authors. So yes, they have a goal of getting you to check out their services, listen to their show, or buy their book. But they first need to share high-value content that actively helps you. I do not want them to hold back. I know that the rule of thumb in sales is to tell people the what and to sell them into the how. Of course, going into all the hows can get very technical and take more time than you have in a podcast episode. 
but I try to ask my guests questions that do get into the house, at least to some degree. And it really bugs me if they avoid those questions. Now, it's super rare that any of my guests have avoided a how-to question, thankfully. I've tried to make this show so that you can actually start your own podcast, improve your podcasting skills, grow your audience, and make money without any or much more help. And of course, I do want to get clients from my show. But my number one goal is to help you succeed at podcasting and growing your business. So I want my guests to be really generous with the information they share. That's really important to me because that will bring the most value to you. So how do you figure out if they're generous with sharing information? Check out their website and see how much they share there. Check out their podcast episodes if they have their own show. Check out any videos they do and check out other podcast appearances they've made. The second thing you need to look for in an awesome guest is that they have great energy. This doesn't necessarily mean that they have to be particularly energetic, but you need to make sure that they can have a good conversation with you, that they are dynamic and they're not monotone or dull. So how do you figure out what kind of energy they have? Same as before. Check out their podcast if they have one. Check out their videos and check out other podcast appearances they've made. The third thing you need to look for is, do they give easy takeaways when sharing information? Ideally, you want them to share specific action steps for your listeners. And you really want those action steps to be bite-sized. Now, you can help with this by asking specific questions about action steps or specific tips. So I send my guests a little outline ahead of time of some questions that I plan on asking them. I tend to include a question about what tips do you have for blah, blah, blah. Sometimes I even give them a number of tips. You know, three is a great number. Sometimes they're going to share more than that. And I like them to tell me that ahead of time. So I'm prepared. So how do you figure out if they'll share easy takeaways? Again, check out their podcast, their videos, and other guest appearances they've made. The fourth thing you need to look for is make sure that they don't make a habit of giving monologues when they make guest appearances. You want your interviews to be conversations, not bullet point style Q&As. Y'all would find that boring if I did that, wouldn't you? So check out other guest appearances they've made to see if they're good at having conversations or if they tend to monopolize the conversation. Now, of course, the guest is going to do most of the talking. It is about them and their topic. Just see if they, quote, let the host do any talking other than asking the next question. Now, this goes along with making sure that the guest doesn't have a habit of interrupting the host. Again, you're having a conversation. Now, you want to let the guest finish their answer, but you may need to butt in at some point when you sense that it's time to move on, when they've gotten long-winded, or when it's getting time to end the interview. If you hear them interrupting other hosts, that's a bad sign. Finally, you want to figure out if they'll share your episode when it publishes. 
Now, there is no guarantee, no matter what they say. They may promise you that they'll share to their email list, on social media, on LinkedIn, and even on their blog. Then, they may end up doing no more than sharing your Instagram reel as a story. It's better than nothing, but honestly, that really sucks. Now, it really helps when you send them the videograms and audiograms that you've made, as well as the episode cover art that has their photo on it. It's much easier for them to share when they have all of that, especially on Instagram. They can't share anything if you haven't given them assets like that. All right, let's move on to where you can find guests. First, you can reach out to people you already think would make a great guest. So we'll talk about how to reach out in a minute. Second, you can go ahead and reach out to dream guests you already have in mind. There is no reason to wait until you have a massive podcast. I launched this podcast with really well-known podcasters already scheduled. In other words, I had already interviewed them and scheduled their episodes before I even launched this show. So go ahead and ask. If you don't ask, it's an automatic no. If you do ask the right way, you just may get a yes. Third, you can find potential guests on social media. Look at whom you already follow and think about who would make a great guest. Do a search for people in fields that are complementary to yours and start following and engaging with them. And honestly, you don't even have to wait for engaging with them to just go ahead and reach out about being a guest because you aren't asking for them to buy anything from you or to join your group or, you know, you're not asking for something that is only benefiting you. You're asking for something that will benefit them as well. And it's co-creating value for your listeners. People are much more likely to say yes to that. Fourth, ask other podcasters for recommendations. This way, you know that the guest has already been vetted. Not that you shouldn't vet them yourself, but you, you're already halfway there. Now, definitely ask the host what their experience was like with the guest. So if you find a guest on someone else's show whom you think you'd like to interview, you could reach out to ask that host about the guest. So just because they published the episode doesn't automatically mean that the experience was great or that they'd recommend the guest. Sometimes the episode is just good enough and we go ahead and publish anyway. So when you reach out to ask for recommendations for guests, then you know they're recommending people with whom they had a great experience. If you're reaching out to ask about a specific guest they had on, then that's when you're asking, hey, what was your experience like? Was it great? Do you recommend them? Fifth, you can use an online service that will help match you with potential guests. Now, one service is called matchmaker.fm. You may have already heard about it or used it. They have a free plan, but I don't love this service because when I used it in the past, I ended up with some guests who were flaky or just weren't that great. And anyone can join Matchmaker. There's no vetting that goes on of podcasts or guests. So two of these guests I ended up interviewing were selling during the interview, 
even though I was telling all of my guests ahead of time that selling was not allowed until I specifically asked them at the end whom they work with, what they do with their clients, and how listeners can contact them. So I ended up not publishing those two episodes. Now, the online matching service that I highly recommend is podmatch.com. It's a paid service. Guests have to go through a lengthy process to sign up. So a lot of people give up partway through. Podmatch also vets its hosts to make sure you've passed the pod fade line. So, and they don't say what that magical number is. So you, you don't know ahead of time. So if you're a brand new show, you'll have to wait a little while before signing up for Podmatch. Now, finally, you could use an agency to find guests for you. I don't love this because as a host, I have never received a good pitch from an agency. Never. Seriously. All the agency pitches I've received have been terrible. So I can only imagine what the pitches are like from podcast host to potential podcast guest. Y'all are probably indie podcasters. So I recommend finding guests organically or using podmatch.com. Now, let's move on to how to vet your potential guests. You'll do this for guests who reach out to you and for guests you're interested in approaching. First, check out their website. See how professional it looks. How would you feel about sending your listeners there? You know, when you have guests on your show, you're essentially endorsing them. Even if the episode ends up being just good enough, it's, it's not a news interview where that's not an endorsement. This is more of an informational interview where it comes across as an endorsement. Again, even if it ends up being just good enough. What kind of business are they in? Does it align with what you're doing? You don't have to agree with everything. And you could put a disclaimer in your podcast description, not all opinions of guests are shared by the host, you know, something like that. So that would be fine to do. What kind of information are they sharing on their website? How generous are they with their information? Are they actually sharing free info on their site in the form of a blog, podcast, or videos? Second, check out their social media. Are they active on social? You'll be wanting them to share their episode. So if they aren't active anywhere on social media, where will they share it? Third, listen to their podcast if they have one. What kind of host are they? How do they treat their guests? What's their energy like? Can you imagine having a great conversation with them? Fourth, read their blog if they have one. Again, are they generous with the info they share? Do you, quote, approve of the info they're sharing? That is, does it align with what you're doing? Again, you don't have to agree with everything. You would just hate to find something that you really, really disagree with or absolutely disapprove of. Fifth, listen to or watch other interviews they've done. Notice their energy. Notice how they treat other hosts. Notice how they share their content. And as I mentioned earlier, get in touch with some of the hosts to ask about their experiences. 
Finally, you can do a pre-interview chat before accepting them as a guest. Now, this is easier to do when it's someone who has reached out to you. In fact, some hosts require a pre-interview chat. When you're the one reaching out, it's tough to require a pre-interview chat, though you could write instead of saying, I'd love to have you on my show as a podcast, you'd write, I'd love to chat with you about having you on my show as a guest. Then send them a link to to schedule a pre-interview chat and be clear that they're not scheduling the interview, just to chat. All right, let's move on to how to reach out to potential guests, to invite them to to be a guest, not to pre-interview, but to be a guest. When guests reach out to me and I accept them, I send them to my guest intake form. When they fill that out, then they get an email with a link to schedule a time for the interview. This way, I get all the information before they schedule. When I used to do it the other way, schedule first, then fill out the form, many guests skipped filling out the form. When a guest asks me to be on my show, they should do the bulk of the work, right? We hosts already have a ton of work to produce the episodes. Guests should be prepared to give us their bio, their photo, a specific topic, some info about the topic, and even some potential questions for us to ask. That's not too much to ask for, right? I do all of that when I'm a guest on other people's show. I offer all of that up right away. Now, when I'm the one who invites someone onto my show, I do all of the work. I essentially make it a concierge service. When I reach out, I propose a topic for them to speak on. But I add, if there's a different topic you'd like to speak on, please let me know. And of course, I'm picking a topic that they're an expert in. I immediately give them the direct link to schedule. I do not send them through the intake form. I'm doing all the work to gather all of that. After they schedule, I ask them if they have an official bio they'd like to give me or if they're fine with my creating one on my own. I can get all of that from their website, from LinkedIn, from their social media. Now, it's easier if they give me a bio, but I'm used to creating bios from all the public information out there. And if I find them through Podmatch, their bio is already right there in uh, Podmatch. Now, I do get a photo from them. If they're in Podmatch, the photos are already there. Official authorized photos are already there. Now, there have been a couple of times when the guest never sent me a photo. So I got creative and pulled them from their Facebook profiles. I do not ask these guests to give me suggested questions, the guests I've invited onto my show. I do all the research and come up with all the questions. That usually happens with all of my guests. There have been a few where I have specifically said, I don't know enough about this topic to come up with questions. So I've asked them to give me some. Now, I think I've done that twice because on the whole, I I research everything. I enjoy doing it. And so I figured it out. More recently, I have used ChatGPT to help me come up with questions. What a lifesaver. It has made things so much easier doing that. Now, all of this takes much longer 
than working with guests who reach out to you. But when you find someone you really want on your show, that extra time is totally worth it. It makes them feel really special and it helps them to have a great guest experience, which helps make them a better guest. So you're helping them to be an awesome guest by creating this concierge experience for them. All right. So how do you approach these guests? If you're using podmatch.com, it is super simple. You can search for people by name, or you can wait to get matched by the system. It is like a dating app for hosts and guests. You can pass on the match. You can save it for later as a maybe, or you can accept the match. You then send the guest a message. They can accept or pass. And if they accept, they can follow your link and schedule right then. So what do you say when you approach guests? It is really important to say something that boosts the guest's ego. So pick out something that you genuinely love about who they are, what they're doing, or something you love about their podcast if they have one, or their book if they've written a book. I mean, tell them exactly why you want them to be a guest on your show. And don't make it about you. Make it about them and your listeners. So here's an example. I recently interviewed Brendan Mulligan, the founder of podpage.com. That episode will be coming out in May. I met him at PodFest in January. We were chatting about PodPage, website design for podcasts, and whether it's better to have a standalone website for your podcast or put your podcast on a blog on your business website. So I went ahead and asked him right then to be a guest on my show. Now, this was in person, so it's a little bit different from emailing, but I did the same thing that I've done in emails. I still appeal to his ego. I said something along the lines of, I would love to have you as a guest on my show. You are the authority on podcast websites. My listeners would benefit so much from our continuing this conversation for them. And I'd love to help you promote PodPage on my show. So notice that I told Brendan how he would benefit from being on my show, that we would promote his product. Next, I told him a little about my show and who y'all are. Now, when you share a little about your podcast, when you reach out to a potential guest, don't spend a lot of time here. Basically, give them your niche statement, your elevator pitch. So go back and listen to episode 20 on how to pick a podcast niche if you need help with that. But basically, it's my show, and, and tell your show name, helps my listeners and name them, do blah, blah, so they can blah, blah. So here's my niche statement. Podcast Launchpad helps women entrepreneurs use podcasting as a marketing tool to become thought leaders in their field, reach a global audience, and get more clients. Boom. Easy to understand and straight to the point. Then if your niche statement doesn't include who your listeners are, which it should, then tell them briefly. Next, tell them a tiny bit about who you are. Since you could be from an agency, go ahead and tell them that you're the host of your show to make it very clear. You know, you could, and even though you've said, I'd love you to be the guest, a guest on my show, let's make it very, very clear 
So I'm the host of Podcast Launchpad. I've been a co-host at Geek Girl Soup since 2012. I'm also a podcast coach and consultant. You know, it can be that simple. And so, you know, add on there what you do in your business as well, not just that you're the host of your show. Now, finish by saying that you'd love to go ahead and schedule the interview and give them your scheduling link. Also, let them know that you're happy to chat if they would prefer to do that before scheduling. Say something like, please let me know if you have any questions, and then end with something like, thanks so much for your consideration. If someone referred that guest to you, definitely mention that in the email. You know, uh, Justin suggested that I reach out to you. And so that I wrote that when I reached out to Chris Kremitzos of Potfest. So do that. You could also, if someone did refer you to a particular guest, you could ask them to make the email connection there. And if that doesn't happen, you know, go ahead and reach out on your own and mention who suggested that you reach out to them. All right. Be sure to include a link to your podcast on your website or the standalone website. Don't give the link to Apple Podcasts or Spotify because you don't know what app they use to listen to podcasts. Now, what about reaching out by DM on social media? Totally fine. You just want to make your pitch a little bit shorter. So more succinct. Both are straight to the point. So, you know, remember that. Hi, Kelly. I would love to have you as a guest on my show. You know, again, boom, straight to the point. And then pod, uh, name the specific topic you'd like them to speak on. Don't even say if you have another topic, because you're keeping it really short. Um, my show is Podcast Launchpad. It helps women entrepreneurs, blah, 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 blah. You can still say something about yourself, but they'll click on your profile and go see that. Um, would you like to go ahead and get scheduled or do you want to chat first? That type of thing. So really, really short. And your link in bio should have a link to your podcast, right? If it doesn't, fix that. And so you could put that in there. You know, you can check out my show in link in, in, link in bio. So they'll have all the information right there. All right. That is it for today. I hope all of this info helps you find and get the most awesome guests possible. They won't all be awesome all the time, and that is totally okay. If you happen to end up with a dud, you do have the option of not publishing the episode. You also have the option of stopping the interview, mid-interview. I haven't done that yet, but I should have in the two instances where the guests were selling. Honestly, I just didn't have the guts to do that at the point. I didn't have the confidence to do it at that point. I did try to redirect them during the interview when they started selling. And I did tell them later why I didn't publish. Guess what? They never replied. <laughs> to minimize the possibility of bad interviews on the guest side, you know, to, to help minimize the possibility that the guest will be bad, create a list of guidelines for your guests. Make that part of your intake form or scheduling page or send them the guidelines after they schedule with you. Thank you so much for being here today. Be sure to follow this show so you don't miss a single episode. And I will see you next time on Podcast Launchpad.